All sorts of time for Lance, who's on the move, set his feet, and now comes back across the field. He heaves downfield. His pass is complete to Dimitri Williams, streaking up the sideline and gone. A broken play becomes one of the biggest of the day, a 73-yard touchdown from Lance to Williams. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo G with you. We'll get to, uh, well, a lot coming up next hour, including breaking down the SEC as we go through different conferences every day here on the show. Win totals, our favorite plays, obviously Alabama, the, the overwhelming favorite, as always, in the SEC conference, uh, best conference in college football. But, Joe, we're at that point of the year where people are trying to find, you know, little angles to bet on for the NFL season. And, you know, we talk win totals, divisions, everything. And, and we kind of touched on this about a month ago, some of our favorite plays for offensive defense work of the year but how about dark horses and now we're yeah. starting to hear about different players making marks in camp preseason will start this week so i actually think the value on some of these guys we might mention over the next 10 or so minutes is now because someone we mentioned today could have a big game on thursday or friday or saturday whenever their preseason game and all of a sudden somebody's like oh he's great i gotta i gotta take him and the odds might change so let's start offense your offense is always fun offensive rookie of the year some uh, let's say, you know, undervalued guys or dark horses. Obviously, you know, you look at the top, you look at the the odds leaders right now on fans will to win offensive rookie of the year. Trevor Lawrence plus 270, Justin Fields plus 550, Zach Wilson plus 700, uh, Trey Lance plus 750, Mac Jones plus 1,000. Those are the five quarterbacks taken in the first round. All of them will see the field at some point, you would think. They all have a really good chance. They're quarterbacks. But beyond them, where's the value? I, I, I do have some thoughts beyond them, but uh, let's stop there for a second. If people didn't hear us break down the offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year, and we're going to focus more on the dark horses there. But if you had to bet one of those five quarterbacks, is there one name that stands out to you right now? Because I have one that's jumping out at me. Uh, is there one to you, or do you think it's much of the same? Yeah, I mean, obviously the guy that's poised to play the most and play the best is Trevor Lawrence, but there's not value there. He's plus, plus mm -hmm. 270. You're, you're not getting value. If, if, if Justin Fields can take the field, I, I like his chances in Matt Nagy's offense to put up some good numbers. The, the one that I, I keep coming back to is Trey Lance. If he can get on the field and yeah. when he gets on the field, that's it. That's the whole play. It's not, it's not about will he play well. Any quarterback plays well with Kyle Shanahan. They all play well with Kyle Shanahan. It's yeah. when he gets on the field I don't trust he's going to play week one, though, or, or he's anything the, close to it. He's the fourth favorite, and he's the one that is jumping out to me right now at plus 750. I, I know we shouldn't overreact to the reports that we're getting out in camp, but it sounds like he is lighting it up. And Shanahan wants nothing to do with Garoppolo. We know Garoppolo is going to be injured at some point. With everything around him and the genius play caller, this is really standing out to me. It sounds like Zach Wilson not off to a great start. Nobody's really surprised there. Uh, Fields is lighting up at Bears camp, but we know he's not going to be starting week one. After that, who knows? But we know it's not going to be week one. Boy, this Tr Trey Lance, he could be the second favorite after the first game. Do you wait on Trey Lance, though? And No, I don't well, think here, so. Here's my thinking. I, I, I still believe Garoppolo is going to be named the starting quarterback to start the season. Okay. I would think Trey Lance's odds get they change once Garoppolo's named the starter, maybe slightly, but I think they have to change because he's not going to start, right? There's some ambiguity right now, right? People are like, oh, maybe it's going to be Trey Lance. I don't think he's starting week one. I do agree with you, though. 
you're, you're betting on Garoppolo to get hurt. I mean, that's really what it is. It's, it's not so yeah. much poor performance from Jimmy Garoppolo. It's he's not going to stay on the field. Shanahan messes with us all the time. He all messed time. with us with Mac Jones uh, right before the draft. He, he messed with us uh, now, I think. And it, it wouldn't shock me if he says, you know what? We want to be ready come playoff time. We think uh, we have a Super Bowl-ready roster, and we want to get him more playing time. And he's the better quarterback. So he won the battle in camp, and he's going to be our week one starter. That would not floor me. No, not nothing, girl. I mean, he nothing that happens with Shanahan. I mean, you're right. Yeah. For Mac, we did a month on Mac Jones. We thought he was third pick of the draft. <laughs> yep. Never the third pick of the draft. <laughs> not even close. He was the fifteenth overall. He was the right. fifth of these five quarterbacks. As far as value down the board, I do have one bet that is in, and it is no longer available. Just hey, I'm talking about the the San Francisco back in San Francisco. Yeah, Shanahan running back. Like, um, you're gonna tempt me. I, I know he's not the most talented player on the board, not the most talented running back, but uh, rookie go somewhere, work in that system right away. I took Sermon at fifty to one. I would not touch him at the available number now at twenty two to one. But the one that is standing out here, as far as going down the board a little bit, is a running back, and it's worth noting: last six years, offensive rookie of the year. Three times quarterbacks, three times running backs, okay? Javante Williams, if he's the guy in Denver, big improvement a year ago with their offensive line. They don't have the quarterback figured out, so they're going to have to lean on the run game a little bit. Melvin Gordon going into year number seven. Is there a year he is not missing time due to injury? Javante out of North Carolina could be the main dude in Denver, and I like the thought of that at 29-1. Yeah, I'm going to compare him a little bit last year. Um, the, the name is, I'm losing his name right now, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis, second yeah. round pick. And eventually, right, that was Marlon Mack ahead of Jonathan Taylor. Marlon Mack got hurt. Now it's Melvin Gordon ahead of Javante Williams. But as soon as as soon as soon Jonathan Taylor got in there last year, you was like, oh, here it is. And then he got better and stronger as the season went on. I could see the same thing with Javante Williams. I like that one. If we go non-quarterback, well, one thing I want to ask you first, because I'm looking down the, the board here on FanDuel. And I know they're going to list high-profile players. It just feels so silly. And I, I guess I remember this back to, um, I forget what year we're talking about, maybe 2010. Remember when Michael Orr, the uh, mm -hmm. uh, lineman for the Ravens, had a good rookie season? Blindside. Blindside, right, the story. I remember that year, um, Peter King kept writing out he should have been the offensive rookie of the year. It just feels so silly. Like, Rashawn Slater might be great. Christian Darrisaw might come in and be great. Penny Sewell might be awesome. Are they winning offensive rookie of the year over running backs and quarterbacks and wide receivers? No. No, never. They're just not. Never. Like it, it's it's fun. Like Penny Sewell is is, is plus nine thousand. I think he might be a star. I think he might be really good for the uh for the Detroit Lions and give them an anchor at left tackle. Like, why why would I take that when there's five first round quarterbacks? It's just it's a it's a crazy thought that in the league today we could give this to an offensive lineman. Anyway, let me throw a name at you. Elijah Moore. Wide receiver, New York Jets, Ole Miss, plus 5,000. Every report coming out of Jets training camp is he is the real, like, like significantly the real deal. And here's the thing about the rest of the Jets' uh, skill position, guys. I mean, do you think any of those guys are really any good? I, I, I could see Zach Wilson finding his way into, into like, his, his guy, like Elijah Moore, another rookie. So that's one I, I have an eye on. I know you said running backs, quarterbacks, but if I go wide receiver, Elijah sure. Moore is pretty interesting. Uh, I don't mind that one at all. Can I throw a crazy name at you? Yes. Because I am I was thinking about when Dak was 100 to 1 to be the rookie of the year and he won the award due to injury. We talked to Paul Charchin yesterday. What if, Kirk, what if Kirk Cousins walks Ooh. away? 
What if he does? And Kellen Mond is starting the season here or the majority of the games. He's a hundred to one. I I know he's nowhere near the talent level of the five guys that went in the top 15 picks, but just being on the field with a great wide receiver, maybe Kellen Mond is okay. Like it's hard. It's yeah, I know. I know it sounds crazy, but that was kind of a moment of, whoa, someone who covers the Vikings on a regular basis is like, Kirk doesn't care about money. I mean, he's not like 99.9% of the rest of us. Like, he can just walk away. He could, he might just leave. Yeah. Which would be a fascinating subplot to the season. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I was going to throw Sam Ellinger in there as well, because apparently he's outplaying Jacob Eason in Colts practice. Uh, if the Colts need a quarterback, oh, and they don't trade one. for one. Another, you know, down, way down the board quarterback. Let's go to defensive players quickly here. Um, one guy that I have my eye on, you can find him plus 6,000 on FanDuel. Bruce Arians, a couple of weeks ago, was talking about how Joe Tryon, their the defensive end from Washington, it was basically beating up Tristan Wirfs and Donovan Smith in practice. They're raving about him in Bucks camp. If he gets on the field, I know they have Shaq Barrett out there and they have Jason Pierre-Paul. Okay. So that's, you know, snaps will probably be limited for him on the, on the edge to rush the passer, but... If there's an injury and he gets out there and he can and he's ready, he racks up sacks plus six thousand on a on a high profile team. That's interesting. Micah Parsons, your favorite. He's probably going to get the most bets. It's quote America's team, whatever. Uh, they need him to be big. So if they're an average defense, I wonder if he'll get some support there. Uh, last few years, it's been the big name guys: Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Darius Leonard, Martin uh, Lattimore as well. I like your buck suggestion. It feels like you might be able to find a little bit of value on the board here, because what you're trying to figure out when evaluating this market is okay, which defense is going to jump up and they could be top five. If you give me the list of the top five defenses, I'll give you uh, the list of names that have a good shot at winning defensive rookie of the year. The other name to stand out is Sante Samuel jr. And he's got Brandon Stiller as his coach now. Think about who is the other player on the other side? What's his name? The corner on the other side of uh, Jalen Ramsey. Williams. He's, he he emerged last year for the Rams. Yeah, the other corner. So like we're having we have defensive coats with a history of taking kind of a, a guy out of nowhere and and he became a star in his own right. Asante Samuel, second round pick, corner, going to start on a good defense with some good pass rushers. Thirty three. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, and and obviously he's got the bloodlines. His his dad was an amazing uh, cover corner. Asante Samuel, I, Darius Williams' name. Thank you, Paul Aspen. Darius Williams emerged last year under Staley. I, that's an interesting one for me. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's tough. It it kind of tells you where they're at because you see three guys at nine to one, uh, an eleven, a thirteen, a fifteen, a couple guys at seventeen, a couple guys at twenty, and then you have a, at the top Quiddy Pay and Micah Parsons. Like they're not quite sure where to go with this. Someone's right. going to emerge here. Uh, maybe look down the board for some value. For sure. On the other side, let's dive into the SEC. Some college football right here on the BeckQL Network. This is BeckQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Speaking of, baseball returns to its roots here on August 12th when New York plays Chicago in the cornfields of Iowa. Make the most out of this historic game with FanDuel Sportsbook's $5 field of dingers. Just bet $25 on a same-game parlay with at least three legs to unlock a $5 bonus for every home run hitter in the game. And there are some great ones and great power hitters in this game. The two big sluggers in the outfit in New York. And, of course, all those stars coming back at Chicago. I will take Chicago in the game and a whole bunch of home runs. So lock in your parlay and be part of history on August 12th. If you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users can place your first bet risk 
free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back at SiteCred if your first bet does a win. Download the FanDuel Sports Bay app today. Use promo code BETQL so they know we're saying that's promo code BETQL.